Wow. This is the longest break we've ever taken. Right. We have been off for two whole weeks. Yeah, it wasn't by our own choosing, though. No, it's because we've been working on the place where we store our stuff. Our house. Our house. Right. Trying to get it all ready. And one of the things I could say during this time I really learned about you is that we work well together. Right. And so that kind of goes into what this week's episode is about. It's called, What is Your Return Policy? It's something that I wrote um, for my first book, Tragedy to Majesty, in either 2014 or 2015. And the purpose of this particular episode is with all the stores that are closing, guess what store is opening right now in our lives? Our personal stores. So just like a store has a policy, what is your return policy? How do you re- how do you handle um, being told no? How do you handle being told I don't agree? How do you be, be handle being told this is an area that is a growth area for you? And so we're going to really kind of unpack that during this episode. And so hopefully it will be beneficial because right now we're in close quarters and we're together a lot more than most people are. And so we wanted to kind of help to give us the tools to be able to be in close quarters and remain close. Right. Coming up next on this episode of the Rich Relationship Podcast. We're back, y'all. We're back and we're ready. Let's go. Welcome to the Rich Relationship Podcast with Gil and Renee, where amazing things happen. Our goal is to help build, repair, and restore healthy relationships. Our primary focus is on the marriage relationship. However, the topics are applicable to the relationships that we value most. Remember, we're stronger together. Let's grow. Okay, we are back. And first off, we want to apologize for kind of going dark. We went dark, like without letting anybody know. I think this this whole thing that's going on just kind of caught everybody off guard and by surprise. So everybody's had to make adjustments and do things different. Right. And do things differently. And so it's been actually a last couple of weeks. So we're actually at episode 40. Yes. The big four. Oh, right. And guess what? We're not in the closet. Nope, nope. We, we are have been a, upgraded to our own space. Right. And so there's a video that you actually are setting up and you're going to put yes. up on YouTube just to kind of show some of the things that we actually go through on the episode and yes. doing the recording. So and what it's like. See. I know people like to watch. Yes, For some reason, like you know, watch. I'm not a... Yeah. Yeah, you know. It's not I, Gil's thing. And so it's not something he, okay. he ever wants to do, but <laughs> it's something that we have to do. Yeah, it's I, necessary. I understand. I understand. Especially <laughs> now because most people... People are at home and right. they're by themselves. And so I figure it would be nice to shoot some video footage of the podcast so they can see what we do and how it goes. And so right. they can kind of see the background of it. Right. So that's OK. So I'm, I'm open to it. If people want to watch it, enjoy it. Yes. Because you see, hey. the problem is, hey, everybody. See, Gil always says every week, see you next week. So this is kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy because you've been saying that all along. All right. And, and you love video. So. <laughs> Just like I like audio. Yes, so, but that's, that's okay. True. It's that's a balance. That's it's true. a balance. So we are actually going to be talking about what's your return policy. So why don't you kind of kick it off with the kind of give everybody an understanding of what you wrote. You mentioned it in the intro, but right. what you wrote and why is it so important now that we're at the place we're at right now? Well, um, it's a, one of the devotionals in the book, Tragedy to Majesty. Um, it was when I didn't even know I was a writer. I was just getting mad. And instead of talking about it, I wrote it out. And it was I was in a situation where I went to someone about something that was going wrong. And I wanted 
to let them know that I didn't agree with the way things were being handled. And I wanted to present my complaint or concern. And the way the person made me feel, they made me feel like, uh, I don't know if you guys remember it or not, but Burlington Co-Factor used to have a policy where it, you couldn't return. It was only an exchange. And for me, when I buy something, I want to be able to return it and get my money back. Right. I don't want to be told that all sales are finals. I can only get an exchange. And so that was the way they made me feel. They made me feel as if all you can do is tell me how you feel. I'm not going to change. I'm not going to acknowledge it. I'm not going to listen to you. And so that's what made me write what your return policy, because we do have policies in our relationships. And so it just kind of, I felt that, it, and I had decided to make this the title of this episode a couple of weeks ago. And so I just thought it was amazing how God's timing with all the stores being closed. Now our personal stores are opening. And so we need to kind of lay some ground, ground rules and establish some policies and guidelines for how we're going to interact with our families. Because right now, some people are not at work and they're at home and they're together a lot more than they probably ever have been. Right. And so I wanted to kind of help us to kind of think about how do you react when someone tells you something that you don't agree with, you don't like, or that it may be a growth area. How do you respond to that? You know, we have been talking about multiple things over the past 39 episodes about relationships and conflict resolution and communication and mm -hmm. differences in people and love and, and sex and, and money. And, and this kind of merges into all of that. Yes. You know, this kind of is a culmination of all the things we kind of talk about being able to navigate these areas when it comes to your relationships. And I think. What's going on in society right now that you just said that forced us to come home and a lot of people are working from home and a lot of people are unfortunately laid off from their jobs. And yeah. so and that can cause a lot of stress. Right, absolutely. And so now they are in a place and in a position that they have time. Right. You know, you can look at it as a problem or a you can look at this as a blessing. You know, not that people getting sick is the part that oh, I'm talking and about. And not that I'm even being if, laid off is a, but oh, a no. part of it is we have to learn how to turn our lemons into lemonade because mm -hmm. it's really up to you. You can be miserable or mad or angry. It's not going to make things go by faster. So it's better to take the time. Cause my thing, my position is always Lord, instead of saying, I want this to be over Lord, teach me what I need to learn during this time so that I don't go through this again, but not be in a rush for it to be over because there's something we all need to learn whenever things change drastically. Right. Like and I'm even thinking about, what is it that I can make the best use of my time? Yeah, with? you've been saying that, you know, and I've been thinking about that, not just from a vocational standpoint, but just relational, you know, with you. And just like you said, we've been doing a lot of home improvement projects around it, which a lot of people are doing Whoa, a lot <laughs> because they have time now. Right. So they have time to do some things that have been neglected, you know, or kind of pushed to the back burner. And that's how our relationships are. You yes. know, there are things that now that you're forced to come home, or now you can actually attend to some of the things that maybe that conversation that you pushed to the back burner that you should be having with your spouse or your significant yes. other, that now you have an opportunity to deal with it yes. and to do something about it. And we want to make sure that you're equipped to deal with it properly right? because um, no one likes to be told something that they don't like to hear. But I think a part of what you have to learn to do is to understand we're all under construction. Sure. None of us are finished. And to me, to have the to have the attitude that don't tell me nothing, I don't want to hear it, that is the position of 
a person with a low emotional IQ. Sure. We've talked about that, your yes. emotional IQ. And so this is an opportunity for us to allow our emotional IQ to grow and develop by understanding that people are going to tell us things we don't like. They're going to say no. They're going to be we're going to be confronted with our growth areas. But how do we how do we deal with that? Right. And and one thing that kind of came to mind during one of my devotional times this past week was James chapter four, mm-hmm. that tomorrow is not promised it's to not. anyone. You know, the times that we're in is uncertainty for a lot of people. So that's something to to think about, mm-hmm. you know, and as you look at it in the aspect of your relationships, you know, don't take it for granted. Yeah, don't take it for granted. You're going to have an opportunity to um, tell someone how you feel or even to tell them that you love them. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, it doesn't have to be negative. It could be positive as well. And so we have to be open just like, some people are not even open to positive feedback. So when we talk about your return policy, you have to be open to positive feedback. Like when someone gives you a compliment, you have to be able to say thank you. Right. You know, and, and when someone tells you something that they want, that they need from you or they want to change, you have to be able to say, thanks for letting me know that. Because mm-hmm. if someone cares about you, you, they really care about you, they're going to give you positive feedback and they're going to give you um, corrective criticism and they would also give you some areas of your growth and so we have to be willing to take all those things right. and not just one part of it yes absolutely because these are all changing times yes. you know not just from our home front and how we're doing things but now like we said there are some times that you can change in how you've done things and conducted yourself right. with certain things that have happened in your relationship and so that's what we're going to talk about yeah and I also want to talk about you know your attitude mm-hmm. because have you ever gone to a store or interacted with the person and they acted as if you annoyed them, mm-hmm. you know, so it's not just being willing to take the feedback. What's your attitude, you know, when you do it? Cause the Bible says the joy of the Lord is our strength. And so that's not just a cliche. It's also, it empowers you that even when someone does or says something you don't like your response is going to either make them want to do it again or just shut down you know and that even goes back to when people have problems like you just said with poor customer service Mm -hmm. in the aspect of going to a store to return something that has a lot more to do with them they're internal it does things that may be going on with them stressors that they may have in their lives or situations that may be going on in their own life is kind of spilling over into their interaction with you at that particular point in time so you have to think about well first is it did I really do something to prompt this or did this already have a pre-existing issue with this or did this person already have a pre-existing problem with themselves or something that they may be going through? Yeah. And that and that's really true. And, and even though you don't have control over that, um, one of the things that's important to remember, too, when you have, you know, a concern or you want to bring feedback to someone is that you owe it to yourself to talk about it. Mm -hmm. No matter how small it may seem, because whatever you don't talk out, you're going to act it out. Right. And so while it may seem small, if you ignore how someone makes you feel or how a situation makes you feel, it's only going to spill into other areas. And that's why I think so many couples blow up over picking color of the carpet when really the real issue is the person doesn't feel like they're being heard. Right. And so what you want to do is really take the time to stop and say, so what is my real issue? What's really going on in my heart? What am I really concerned about? Because you don't want to bring a concern to someone in a way where you're accusing them, where you're 
bringing multiple situations at one time. But where you want to bring one situation at a time, you want to really be able to know what is the real issue. Right. And I like to always go back to the beginning because everything yes. has an origin. It does. Everything has a starting point, just like the person that may have a issue with you at a return Everybody has history. They do. You know, even if you're brand new to a relationship or you've been in a relationship for a long time, you had a history before you became a couple. Yes. You know, and sometimes we have to give grace to that history and not think everything is about us exactly. or that situation that may come up has something to do with what you've done. You know, even in our relationships, we have to think about from a historical standpoint, that history was there and maybe it was unresolved or maybe undealt with and maybe they don't even have an opportunity to deal with it but you have the opportunity to help them navigate through it and that's one of the things I love about what we are gifted to get to do is to really help people really unpack the why mm -hmm. you know I'm really big on that how is good but why is so important because if you understand why it makes it easier because when couples don't talk about what's going on in their heart it it leaves them at a distance. You're not going to become, you can only be as intimate as you are transparent. Right. And so the more transparent we are, the more intimate we're going to become. I remember we were talking, you were talking about one of the situations where um, we were, we were having a conflict and I came to you and I brought to you something I was concerned about. And as soon as I was done, you immediately began to tell me what I did wrong to you and that's when we establish this guideline for whoever comes with a concern or a complaint should have the freedom to talk about how they feel and then you don't bring up what I did to you at that same time right because if that were the case if it was something that bugged me or bothered me I should have brought it up then yes not before. wait for, not wait for you to say hey I have a problem you know, this is what I concern. And we talk to people and couples that we've dealt with, with preparing and rich, that that is an exercise that you can get in the habit of is start with I statements. I have a problem. It's not their problem. Right. It's because it's problem. really your problem. It really is your it's problem. It's something that has set you off or caused you to have internal stress or however mm -hmm. you want to define it that you just don't like. So that's your opportunity to come to your spouse or your significant other and say, hey, I have a problem and right. this is what my problem is. And we're going to give you some of the guidelines and some things that you can try to kind of navigate and get to the root of those things because it is so important that you do. But one of the things that I want to bring up with is the coping skills. Yes. Sometimes when you have relationships and situations that you have come across, you have a normal method of in the military. We have it. We called it your method of operation. Yes. You know, your, your way of dealing with certain situations, you have a habit. Right. And if and you, it doesn't mean that our habits are good just because you've been doing something for a long time. It doesn't mean that it's right. Right. Because if it's not working, if it's not producing the end goal of making your relationships better. And that's why I love what we're doing because it's really taught me a lot about some of my go-to methods of operation that weren't working right your default they were failing yeah you know and 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 some things that you may be doing may be correct too yeah. you know so it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be wrong but we have well my point is we have a default that we right. go automatically go to and especially as some we're going to give you a, a particular skill that you can try with dealing with some conflict and some things but when you're actually in the midst of a situation if you don't have those skills and you default back to your 
normal method of operation, it could be to storm out. Right. It could be to say there are no returns. Right. All sales final. I don't want to hear it. No one wants to. No one wants to shop at a store where all sales are final because we like our choices and we like to change our mind. And so think of yourself as a store. Would you want to shop at your store? Right. Because when someone comes to you or you have that, because there, there will be a time where you have to go to someone else exactly. that have offended you or done something wrong and you expect a response. Exactly. And what kind of response are you re- expecting? You want them to be heard and you want to be heard out or you want them to at least listen to what you have to say to be able to address it. Because if you don't, those old habits and those old things are yeah. going to spill and those over old in. hurts. Yeah. And all those things that have been left unsaid and left uncommunicated, they don't go away. They actually go into your heart and then it builds a wall and then it builds a callus against that person. And right. that's why so many couples, uh, we always talk about, you know, you, you're filing your taxes. Are you married filing s- separate? Some couples are married living single mm-hmm. because they've not learned. They've not been taught how to really get intimate sex is a part of intimacy but you can have sex without without intimacy you can have intimacy without sex and so to really take advantage of this time while we're all together we want to really equip you with first of all the awareness that you are a store and you need to think about do people want to shop at your store because this is a good time for us to kind of stop and we always talk about taking the long journey inward we've got to really begin to look at how we do things and is it working? I feel like God is giving us a time to kind of stop and reset some things. Don't go back to doing what you did before, because if it's not working, we need to make some changes. But and, and we thank everyone for listening to the show, because what we are just trying to do is help and give you some other methods and some a new method of operation or even some new and skin. a new mindset. Yeah. And that's totally only God can do that. But you have to do the work. You have right. to do the lead work, even just by listening to the podcast or other messages or books or because you at a time now where a lot of things are canceled. Yeah. So you have a lot of free time on your hands or where you yes. can't go to the movies. with. And some. we have 39 of episodes so you guys can binge watch, binge, well, listen to the Rich Relationship Podcast so we can all get closer and get better in our relationships. Right. So take that time and really use it. That's going to benefit your relationships in the long term. So those are all some good points. And now we're at the time in our show where we have, I wish I would have known. Yeah. You you, know, go ahead. You know, it, it's funny because you there are so many things that, you know, we're 52 years old and every day I'm still learning something new every single day. Right. And one of the things that I really wish that I would have known was that life is not about stuff. It's about relationships. And because we spend so much of our time taking care of and making provisions for and consuming and organizing and cleaning stuff that it crowds out the time that we can really have for relationships. And so I think that with everything that's going on right now, I think that we should really be thinking about not when we're going to get this next thing, but how are we going to get better while we're in close relationships with the people that we that we say we love and care about and so that's the thing that i wish i knew was that life is not about stuff 
it's about the quality of your relationship. I mean, because those things can become big time traps. Yeah. You know, when you have a lot of stuff or a lot of hobbies or a lot of other activities, mm-hmm. you know, I think you, we, we talked about it this past week, how one of the biggest products that the United States delivers to the rest of the world is entertainment. Yes. You know, so now all of that entertainment is gone. It's right. a good time to reflect on what are the things that I value most around right. me and the things that I value that I've been eating up and consuming a mm-hmm. lot of my time, you know, and like you said, it naturally stuff, you know, we've been kind of downsizing and purging and getting rid yes. of a lot of the things that we don't even use anymore. For our new life. And we're going to tell you guys about that when it's time, but just stay tuned for that. So things I wish I would have known. Life is not about stuff. It's about relationships. Get connected. And if you have something you want to contribute to this segment of our show, you can always send it to us at our Gmail account at richrelationships.us at gmail.com. You can reach out on the Speak Freely with Gil and Renee app that you can find in all the app stores, you know, all the major ones. And finally, you can actually send us a simple old email. Yeah. At richrelationshipsus at gmail.com. Things I wish I knew. Yes. Gil and Renee Beaver's over 30 year relationship is the genesis for the Rich Relationship Podcast, which is designed to empower individuals with the tools, principles, and the community needed to unpack ourselves, our past, and our preconceived notions associated with relationships. Let's get empty and grow together so that our lives will be filled with love and healthy, rich relationships. Now let's go into our show. So we are talking about... What's your return policy? You know you're a store, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Maybe. What kind of store would you be? Babe, what kind of store would you be? If you were a store, what I kind would of just store take would everything. Be? Anything you bought here, you can just bring it back. I, I'll just take it. You know what? And that is really true. That is you your personality. Remember the old five and dime? <laughs> ain't nothing going to cost you a lot here. <laughs> but it'll be some valuable stuff. It'll be, it'll be valuable va- to your life. Very, very, very valuable. You know, but you can bring it back and I'll just say, okay. Yeah. Drop it on the counter and have a nice day. Yeah. I would be a luxury store. That you know, doesn't there's, surprise there's me. There's a difference. <laughs> you got a little bougie-ness going on, but that's okay. There's a that's, difference that's, between that designer the, and luxury. That is one of the attractive things about you and the, the bougie <laughs> but that's okay. I love it. I like bougie. But I would also have a very good return policy because the more someone spends on something, the higher their expectation is when they go to return it. And so when you make a major investment in something... I don't expect to be treated the same as someone who works at a, you know, if you shop at a store. At my five and dime, go yeah. ahead and say it. That's okay. I, I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying. And so. Well, you, you got a five and dime guy. No, I don't. You <laughs> are okay. a luxury guy. I adore you. No, I appreciate it. But so go ahead, finish your point. And so basically what I'm saying is that the more expensive the relationship, the more you've invested into, so like your marriage, mm-hmm. there should be a better return policy on your marriage than it is with the male person. Right. And so unfortunately we have it flipped. We're really, really nice to strangers and really, really nasty and mean and short to the people who are the closest to us. And And so it's unfortunate. So we need to shift our, you know, first of all, to figure out what kind of story you're going to be and then establish how you're going to react to the people who are the closest, the people who are the closest to you should have the best to say about you because they know you the best. And hopefully the person that you are 
in your closest relationships are who you really are. Or even maybe saying it a little bit differently is not so much what kind of store you are, but what is your return policy? Do you have one at all? Yeah. Or do you take back everything or are they, is it conditional on the right. things that you can bring Or is it back? all sales final? No one wants to shop at a store like that. So we're going to actually, at this point, you know, we always want to talk about and equip. And we said yes. it at the very beginning with some actionable things that mm-hmm. you can actually take and apply in your relationship that will hopefully benefit your future method of operation and how you deal with people who want to make returns. And one of the things that we talk to couples about and teach couples is and in the preparing and rich program that when we mentor couples and those things, that is one of the things that you can actually do is something as simple that you used to do to your kid. And that's take a time out. Yes. You know, it's not sit, go stand in a corner or anything like that. But when we talk about taking a time out, you know, I love Ephesians chapter four, it talks about don't let anger control you because what tends to and happen is when and that's exactly what we're talking about when we talk about taking a time out, because that is the, the trigger. You know, when you find yourself having physical responses to a situation that you may find yourself in, you know, us fellows, we tend to get angry pretty quick. And unfortunately, sometimes that doesn't bode well for the people we're interacting with, but it can also have a negative consequence, you know, and you don't want to find yourself in a worse situation than, than you could be in. So when we talk about taking a time out. And we're not talking about having a temper tantrum. Right, right. But what we're talking about is when you find you having a physical response to conflict, for example, you're getting red faced or your temperature is going up and maybe your fists are clenched up and you got Mm -hmm. stress in your neck and, Mm -hmm. and, and sometimes uh, women, you will start wiggling the neck and oh yes. boy, getting getting fired up, rolling ready your to eyes, go. snapping your mouth. You know, or or this is one that that I would say I would default to is I start emotionally shutting down. Yes. I will basically almost like turn my ears off, and inside my inner person is saying I don't even want to hear it. <laughs> you know, I done turned it off. I don't because we always say conflict is not bad. Unless it turns personal. You know, one of the things I didn't realize I was doing until we went to a conference was um, when I would get mad at you, I would physically turn away. Like if you were saying something I didn't like. Look out the window in the car. I would look out the window in the car. Oh, I remember. Yeah. And I didn't know I was doing that. That's a form of control. Oh, yeah. I I didn't realize that until we went to a conference. She said, how do you deal with conflict? Do you shut the people out and turn away is due or the silence treatment. So guys, you know what I'm talking about you with your significant other in the car <laughs> and something happened or you said, probably said something that wasn't too wise. Uh-huh. And or maybe just the person didn't like it. Doesn't mean it wasn't wise because how you feel really the things you believe in say make sense to you. And all of a sudden she got real interested in the scenery. <laughs> and if she was the passenger, she probably turned to the right. And was very, very interested in what was going on outside the window. And Body even, language. And didn't even want to see it. And, you know, when the back is to you. Yeah. More than likely, you probably did something wrong. Right. You're, so her return policy right then and there was the store's closed. Yeah. It was, I closed the store. <laughs> but that's not that's not a healthy way to deal with it because you don't give the person the time or the opportunity to talk about well, what's wrong or to ask you a question. Right. So a part of being an adult and being mature and having a high emotional IQ is thinking about 
if you if someone does something that you don't like, you owe it to them to talk to them about it. Right. Let them know. They don't. And, they don't. They don't when, know. And when we talk about taking a timeout, the flip side of that is you cannot give someone else a timeout. No. All of a sudden, something comes up and there's a, a situation, and all of a sudden, you just saying, "Okay, Renee, I think you need a timeout right now." <laughs> No, no, that's we can't, not cool. We, we can't do we that. We can only give ourselves a time. You can only request a timeout from the person you're in conflict right. with. And the person who, who requests the timeout has to set the amount of time that it's going to be. You can't say, I need a timeout for five days. Right. And one of the things that we always say is if you can, a good rule of thumb would be within the hour. If, yeah. if possible, come back in about an hour. You know, and this is one of the other actionable things that you can do during this timeout is give yourself some space mm -hmm. you know in the military they call it time shielding and distance mm -hmm. when you have a radioactive environment <laughs> you know that's, you might just be toxic right right or so, explosive yeah and it would be so the closer you are to those hostilities or things that have fired up a little bit you want to give yourself some space so in that time that one hour max you know you have and that time can be shorter you know, and, and you know, and one of the things that's so good to do during your time out is to sit down and write down what you are upset about. Right. And really, because it really helps you, because sometimes you may think that you're mad about something that has nothing to do with the situation. So if you sit down and write down, OK, what am I really? And in the beginning, it's going to take you longer to figure it out. But as the you, you the more it. you practice, the more you're going to realize I'm really just hurt. Right. I'm really just scared. I'm really just disappointed. I'm really just sad. And and then you can really address it from a not just your emotions, mm -hmm. but you can, you know, your your intellect and, you know, really dealing with your feelings because your feelings are real. Right. But it's just how you deal with them. Because what happens, the Bible says, be angry and sin not. It doesn't right. say don't be angry because being angry is a part of being human. I'm sorry, babe. No, 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 you're fine. You're okay. fine. What happens is because, and I was just going to add to that was you tend to focus on symptoms. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not about all the external things that are happening that trigger the, the, the negative interaction. It's, those are more than likely symptoms. And yeah. you just said it just now about the emotions that kind of kicks in. Those are the things that are the root right. of the problem. You know, you're fearful. Mm -hmm. You feel, as they say, disrespected or right. not valued and put it another way or disregarded. Mm -hmm. So all those things are symptoms of what you're really feeling because the feeling is what you really want to get to because that is what you're not getting. You, I like the way you put it when, and you can go ahead and put it how you're doing. When someone, and if I get it wrong, you say it because I'm <laughs> quoting Renee right now. You what? know, when somebody is not giving what you require from them, that is usually the source of one of their, their problem that they're having is that they're not getting something in it, you know, when it comes to conflict. Well, you know, you, and that's what I learned that from Andy. Conflict is a result of not getting Andy Stanley. Uh, conflict is the result of not getting what you need from the other person. Right. And that really blessed me because I'm like, oh, my gosh. So that's really it's really not about the symptom. It's that there's something. So I have to ask myself, so what is it that I really want? Because, you know, like you and I, we always say whenever we're apart, we argue. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know what? It's just because I miss you. Right. 
you know, I'm, that, I'm, I miss you when I, when we're apart, I miss you. And so, so now I know that when I feel those feelings, it's not necessarily that I'm angry with you. It's that I miss, it's the same with Aaron. It's like, I miss you. I want to see you. Isn't I mean, that weird how you can miss someone yeah. and which is a good feeling to miss the person you love and care about, but you're fussing at them right. or you're frustrated with them. And but this is the person that you're missing. Human behavior is really kind of peculiar. Yeah. Peculiar. And, and especially if it's left untrained. Right. Because animal instinct and human behavior left unchained and left uncorrected can lead to breakdown in relationships. And so the things we're talking about and the things that we practice, they don't feel natural and it doesn't feel normal. And it and especially in our culture, because and I always talk about it, the three P's. Because the three things that you were just saying was that we're normally private, proud and prideful. And those are three ingredients together that really create a wall versus creating a bridge. We create walls around ourselves. And so we can't get help if we're going to walk in being in pride or if we're going to be private or if we're going to be proud, because none of those things help us to really get close and get connected to each other. Absolutely. So we're kind of giving you some of the actionable things that you can take when you have someone that has given so you So the first a, one is a timeout. A timeout. And then you cannot give someone a timeout. Right. You can only take one. <laughs> and then you, got and s- you have to set a time for it. Yep. Remember that one hour. And then you got space. And write things down. Yep. The things that are bothering you so you can really get to what's really going on. Because you're going to do symptoms yes. versus what getting to the root cause of what the problem is. And then finally, we want you to do is to remember what is important. And what I'm saying in, in that is... I had some wise advice from a pastor friend of mine, Pastor Scott, back when we lived oh, in Louisiana. He was my brother in Christ. We and love an awesome you. Guy. We love you, Pastor And pastor I was Scott. going through a situation and it wasn't with you. It was with someone else. And one of the advice he gave me was he said, remember that preservation of the relationship is the most important thing. Oh, yes. And that was like, wait a minute. No, uh-uh. Yeah, I because we to... think that we win when we when you when you win an argument with your spouse, you really lose. Because you think about or it. your children. Yeah, because if you when you think about it, if you don't care, you can cast it off and just throw the relationship away. Mm-hmm. But if you and when he said that to me, and that my first response was like, "Hold up, no, wait." wait, wait, wait. <laughs> but that was because God I, is deep. <laughs> yeah, that was. And it, but that was because I valued the relationship of the person right. that made me go, "Wait a minute, there's got to be another way around it." No. Because if I didn't care, right. I could have just cast it off and say whatever. I wouldn't even probably even talk to him about what was going on. But when he told me that, it was like, okay preservation of the relationship has got to be the most important thing because God cares about people more than anything, more than your disagreement and more than likely it was a very, very minor thing. Usually, you know, there come times where you have some major things that are problems, but the, for the better, most time, I would say it was probably something minor. You didn't get your way or there was a misunderstanding or uh, some confusion or other people got involved with it that he said, she said, or you got a third person report. All those things are very insignificant and very minor. And and there are going to be some stores that you just choose not to shop. Yeah. There are going to be some relationships that you have to, for the protection of yourself, Mm -hmm. you have to make the decision to say, I'm just not going to stop shopping at that store. Right, right. Because just like, you know, you have to establish um, your own boundaries. personal values and boundaries, you also have to have um, guidelines that you think about 
what makes things work? What makes relationships work? Because one of the things that, you know, one of the things the Lord really started dealing with me about is the importance of blessing people who bless people and helping people who need help. Well, you bless someone with your energy, your time, and your money. You help someone with prayer. You, you, you don't give them money. And so just like you have to establish that, you have to think about every relationship is not going to be the same and they're not going to warrant the same level of investment because sometimes people just are not going to be our flavor. And we're not talking about marriages. We're talking about other relationships because those things can begin to steal and rob you of time for relationships that could really benefit you. So you have to set some boundaries. You have to be realistic and you have to really think about, is this relationship going to make my life better? And it's going to make their life better. Right. And just remember, it's now switching back to talking about your, your spouse or your significant other that you're in a a long-term relationship with is remember that you're a team. Yes. You know, you can, you, you are two together, two people together that are together for a reason. You know, I look at our relationship that God put us together and we're stronger together. Like we always say in our tagline for the Mm. show, but that is a true fact. And that's something that we carry because as a team, you can accomplish a whole lot more, a whole lot more than you can as an individual, because there are so many things that you bring value to my life in that have been very beneficial that I had to, you know what you said it in your three P's. I had to let go of my pride and stop being so proud about things and being private and say, you know what, this is a deficiency or a growth area that I had in my life that I had to allow you into. Right. You know, and that just like at the beginning of the show, we talked about how this topic kind of covers a whole lot of areas. We mm-hmm. talked about conflict resolution. We talked about personalities, setting some boundaries, boundaries, identifying who you are and how you do things. Right. And so that that's one of the reasons why we kind of prefaced it and said it's going to cover a lot of different areas. And one of the things that's really important to understand is that, you know, God's math is not like our math, Mm -hmm. because in order for two people to be one, it takes three. It takes you and God and your spouse. You can't become two if there's only you can't become one. if There's only two of you because it's natural for us as human beings to want to only think about ourselves, But when you're in a relationship with God, he gives you the power, he gives you the grace to put the other person first. Because, because it's not normal. Yeah. You know, humans, like you say, we're a very peculiar species of people. We selfish little monsters <laughs> without Jesus. And this is probably one of the other things that we can talk about as we talk about remembering what's important is this is one of the difficult things to do is to try to see the other's point Empathy. of view. Yes. Your pain in my heart. Right. Because if you fail in the area of even just trying to listen, we talk about, we have an episode about listening about a person has to be understood. That's the goal. And they also want to be heard. Right. If you refuse to even hear out when somebody comes to your counter to return something, you don't even want to talk to the person. People are going to stop stopping at your store. You're, you're going to end up, you're still going to go out of business. Because that person is going to stop even trying to bring things to you because they know what the, your return policy is. Exactly. And guess what? You're going to find yourself out of business and yes. alone. Mm-hmm. So, Which is not the goal. I no, mean, no. Because even if you don't understand relationships, you understand business. The, the, the goal of business is to gain and to grow and to serve a, a service and to pr- solve a problem. Right. And, and one thing that is even more importantly is it's not it shouldn't be your goal to be 
have a victory over the problem or the person that you have a, a you don't win with. when you win against your spouse right. you do lose. you want to be right or do you want to get it right that's right you know because that is the key because if you just out to be the one that is always correct or right about the situation then you can have that small victory but the other person that you're always seem to be victorious over right is going you're to losing st- them yeah absolutely you're losing them absolutely yeah and one of the things that's important to me because i'm really big on the experience mm-hmm. how do you make the people that you're in relationships feel because that's what's going to matter you know it's not just what you say it's not just what you it's it's how do you make people feel and, and that's one of the things for me because I remember that's what's gonna last is yes. how you made them feel and so think about that in your interactions in your tone in your body language in your response because the experience sometimes will override I remember when Aaron was little she would put her hands on my head and say mom you having a bad day let me pray for you I could be on fire mad, but it's just something about her putting her little hand on me and praying for me. Sometimes when someone is upset or maybe you can just reach out to them and pray for them. That's the best thing to do. You know, rather than you, they're angry and you react in anger. Right. Come on. Somebody got to be the grown up. Right. Somebody got to take the high road. You can't both, you can't both be taking a low road. So think about the experience. Think about the goal of a relationship. The goal of a marriage is for two people with Christ to become one, to bring him glory and to serve his purpose. And you can't do that if you're dividing and conquering and you're only thinking about yourselves. So I know we've given a lot during this episode. Yes. It's a lot to talk about. It's a lot to think about, but we are back now. We and should we be back on track. Y'all. y'all. We apologize again for not episodes, not releasing any episodes in the past couple of weeks, but we're back and we're going to be faithful. And what yes, we have we started until God tells us to do something else. Yes. But right now we just want to tell everybody, we're praying for everybody that we know that are in our lives and even the ones that are not. That's as right. Far as pray be for safe and be wise. Yes, Make good choices. Stay home. Pray for our leadership, man. This yes. is a, a major decisions that are going on that are going to affect everybody. Yes. So be Be safe, be careful. We love you guys, and we'll see you next week on the Rich Relationship Podcast with Gil and Renee. And if you notice, our outro music is a little bit different. Babby Mason, I love you. Right, that's Babby Mason. And we were on her show last, was it? Oh, we recorded a few weeks ago. We recorded a while ago, but it's airing. It's going to air on March the 23rd at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you miss it, go look at it on YouTube. It's on WD. W-A-C-T Channel 57. And that, again, that was Babby Mason's in Babby's house. Uh, oh, she was a mall, awesome, amazing oh, singer, love and we love it. And we appreciate it again that that was Babby Mason's house. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your investment in time. Remember to subscribe to the show and hit the notification icon to be notified when new episodes are posted on the podcast platform that you're listening from. Or you can always find us on our website at richrelationshipsus.com or our YouTube channel, Rich Relationships with Gil Renee. If you found this podcast helpful or you think it could help someone that you know and care about, please pass it along and share it with them. And also, you can always send your questions and comments to richrelationships.us at gmail.com. This is a weekly podcast, and the new episodes are going to be posted on Monday by 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Remember, we're stronger together. Let's grow! I'm praying, I'm praying.
Trust Jesus. 